Today's video is brought to you by Vincero. Hey brother! Guys, remember uh, Marvel movies? Or uh, just going to the movies at all? <sighs> well, God willing, at some point we will get another Marvel movie and it will be about Black Widow, AKA Natasha Romanov. November 6th, huh? Yeah, well, we'll just see. <coughs> Disney Plus. <coughs> but let's be honest, after starring in eight other MCU films, being one of the original Avengers and saving the world, nay, universe, on countless occasions, it is about time. I mean, why not? Uh, cause she died? Ah, right. Super duper emotional scene where Natasha sacrifices herself for the entire universe. So yeah, this is the first movie of phase four and they're starting with a dead character? I mean, I don't know, it just feels like the stakes are really low on that one. Unless of course, she's not dead, which let's face it, of course she's not. Natasha is totally alive and today we discuss how. Guys, before we dive on in today, I need to give a huge thank you to today's sponsor, Vincero. As you guys know, Vincero has been a supporter of the channel for a very long time now, and they make great affordable watches that set off any look. And right now, not only is Vincero running their biggest sale of the year, but it's also their biggest sale ever. This is to celebrate their sixth anniversary, bravo Vincero, and to celebrate they are running a 30% off site-wide sale. You don't even need a promo code, it's just automatically applied at checkout. Ben and I wear these watches on the daily, they hold up super well and I get compliments on them all the time. Plus, to go with their six year anniversary, they're also dropping some new collections. My personal favorite is the Outrider. It's got a very rugged look, but still manages to go with just about everything. I also really love their line of sunglasses, which I wear on the daily. They are super comfortable, fully polarized, and like the watches, come at a very good price. Again, this is their biggest sale ever. 30% off, site-wide, no need for a promo code or anything. It's just applied at checkout. If you want to take advantage of that, you can head over to vincerawatches.com slash sc B August. That is vincerawatches.com slash SCB August. 30% off site-wide. Link is in the description down below. Okay, so I will be the first to admit that if indeed Natasha is alive, it certainly has its pros and cons. On the pro list, one, she's not dead. So... But on the other hand, Natasha's death in Endgame is a really powerful scene. And if she's just somehow magically still alive, it might undermine her sacrifice. And like, I get it. This is a franchise where almost nobody is ever really dead. And yet, some would argue that is the very reason she needs to stay dead. There have to be some real deaths, some real consequences to set the stakes or else we'll just never ever trust an on-screen death when we see it. And honestly, this one seems pretty cut and dry. Like, Red Skull lays out the rules very plainly. In order to take the stone, you must lose that which you love. An everlasting exchange. Everlasting, as in forever, as in dead is dead. I mean, Clint gets it. It can't be undone. Or that's at least what the red floating guy had to say. Maybe you wanna go talk to him, okay? Go grab your hammer and you go fly and you talk to him. Heck, even with all six infinity stones, which pretty much lets you do anything, this is still outside the realm 
of anything. Like, Bruce actively tries to bring her back. You know, I tried. When I had the gauntlet, the stones, I, I really tried to bring her back. She seems pretty dead. It seems so straightforward, except Gamora. Gamora dies under the exact same circumstances, and yet, she back. Well, maybe. They certainly can't seem to find her, and I'm not sure how she could have gotten off the planet because Thanos blew up the base and then Tony, like, snapped away all the other ships, so, like, where could she have even gone? Yes, it is a different version of Gamora, but, like, you know, they have the time machine, they send Cat back, I'm just saying. No, I agree. That would be like the most cop-out thing ever. And I don't think they would make an entire Black Widow movie just to tell that story. Instead, let me submit to you the idea that the real way that Natasha will be able to come back is by not having ever died in the first place. And don't get me wrong, somebody is dead. Clint got the Soul Stone because somebody sacrificed themselves. But if it wasn't Natasha, then who? Enter the Black Widow movie and the character Yelena Belova. Played by Florence Pugh, Yelena Belova has herself donned the mantle of Black Widow in the comics, and by all accounts in the movie looks to have grown up in the Red Room with Natasha. The Red Room is that creepy little girl espionage training facility that Natasha has flashbacks of during her uh, mind trip in Age of Ultron. Based on what we've seen in the trailer so far, the two at least consider each other sisters. It's good to see you too, sis. Although I doubt they're biologically related, more like a uh, foster sister type situation, I think. Not that foster home really seems like the right word for the red room. But nonetheless, we do see them sitting together all down at a dinner table and Red Guardian states that it's nice to have the family back together again. Family. Back together again. And Yelena seems to possess nearly identical skills to Natasha. The two literally trade mirrored blows with each other. With the big difference between them seeming to just be that Yelena wears a white suit and has blonde hair. So, the theory is that at some point in Black Widow, Natasha and Yelena will swap faces, hair included, permanently. Which, yes, does have many ripple-off effects to the rest of the MCU that we will get to in a minute. But first, let's discuss just the likelihood of this happening. First off, Natasha wearing a different face? Not even a new idea. This trick was first used back in Captain America Winter Soldier. Granted, in that case, she was only having to don a mask for about an hour or so. This would be like adopting a whole new identity in a much more permanent way. And guess what? There is possible even proof of this happening in the trailers right here. Like, do you see what I'm seeing here? That is a cut all the way around her face, almost as if her face is about to be taken off. Plus, consider who the villain of the Black Widow movie is going to be. Taskmaster. This guy's power is that he can witness and then instantly reproduce an opponent's physical actions. Meaning, once Taskmaster has mastered an opponent's physical movements, he can predict exactly what they're going to do next every time. That makes him almost unbeatable in hand-to-hand -hand combat, especially if he has already fought you. And not for nothing, but Natasha and Yelena, both hand-to-hand -hand fighters. So, how will they beat him? 
by face swapping. The two share nearly identical skill sets and can reproduce each other's moves perfectly anyway. But inevitably they are going to be a little bit different and that one mistake by Taskmaster I think is all one of them will need to exploit his weakness and take him down and he'll make the wrong calculation because he'll think he's fighting the wrong sister. The only problem is then of course that they are stuck with each other's faces. I honestly think they're already showing you swapped people in the trailers. Like whenever you see Nat in a white suit, I think that's actually Yelena post-swap. Okay, but so if Nat and Yelena swap places, how does that affect other movies in the MCU? Does that mean we've been seeing Yelena instead? In fact, it does. Black Widow takes place between Civil War and Infinity War, meaning that Nat will already have gone into hiding with Steve, and that when we see her in Infinity War and Endgame, it's actually Yelena. I know, that might be kind of a big pill to swallow, but I assure you, it is quite possible, and I think they've even been laying a few hints here and there for us. First of all, let's talk about Nat's hair in Infinity War. You probably noticed that it wasn't her signature red, but instead blonde. And no, I am not saying this is actually just Yelena's blonde hair. That would not be a very good disguise. Plus, the directors have already said that Nat's hair, Steve's beard, and Wanda's accent all changing are part of their efforts to remain undercover now that they're all fugitives. And I guess Falcon just, uh, uh just didn't get the memo. But just because that's the real reason doesn't mean it can't also be serving as a hint to her true identity. And if it is indeed Yelena, the fact that it's blonde might be because she jumped at the chance to be blonde again. But then we jump ahead five more years to Endgame and I think her hair continues to be symbolic. Obviously the red has started to grow out again, but it's mingled, it's mixed. Sure, they're no longer on the run, so there's no reason to keep dyeing it. But to me, this is also symbolic of how much of Nat's identity Yelena has really accepted as her own new reality. And while we're here, let's examine this line she says to Steve. I used to have nothing, and then I got this, this job, this family. Now, you could interpret this as, after Thanos, I had nothing. Then I got this job, running the Avengers, and now I've got a family. That is certainly the way they want you to interpret it. But also, it's not really true. Natasha had plenty before she had this. I mean, she was an Avenger. I mean, yeah, she was on the run for a few years, but with people I'm sure she would consider family. And before that, the team was in full force, and she was maybe even going to start dating one of the other members. And before that, she was a high-ranking member of S.H.I.E.L.D., so not nothing. Yelena, on the other hand, while I don't know very much about her actual past, the trailers at least make it look like whatever semblance of family she ever enjoyed has been gone for a while now. And if she grew up in the Red Room, she probably didn't experience much familial love of any kind. It doesn't seem like Nat did. And it certainly seems possible that all the other people at that table in Black Widow are gonna die since none of them show up to help fight Thanos at the end of Endgame. And that would definitely leave her with quite a bit of nothing. And if she had just swapped identities, she wouldn't even have that. Speaking of almost dating though, there is also the question of the unresolved romance between Bruce and Natasha. Hi Bruce. Matt.
in Ultron, this is very much in full swing, culminating with Nat kissing Bruce and then pushing him in a giant hole to force the Hulk out. Sure, you could argue when they finally reconnect, Thanos' attack on Earth is eminent and maybe it's not the appropriate time to romantically reconnect, but five years later, still nothing? Yeah. Still nothing. And that's despite a Natasha who is decisively lonely and a Bruce who is possibly still interested? Yes, a lot of very traumatic things happened during that time, but I don't know, it still just feels like a very weirdly abandoned plotline. But if it turns out that this wasn't actually Natasha, then yeah, I think that would still make sense. Uh, but Jay, how could Yelena even know who Bruce was or that him and Nat had a romance? He was off in space and that all happened before she even showed up. Good point, good point. But what you have to take into consideration is the kind of training they are getting at the Red Room. Taking on someone else's identity, pretending to be someone you're not, is exactly the sort of thing they are being trained to do. In fact, we see Nat doing a very similar thing at the beginning of Avengers 1. I need you to come in. Are you kidding? I'm working. Obviously, we don't know what happens in Black Widow yet, but if this theory is true, I think you just have to sort of take it for granted that there's going to be some really intensive trading of life stories so that they can pull this off. That said though, it's not even to say that they actually know all of their own past. For example, when Red Skull name drops Nat's father, she is taken aback because she doesn't know who that is. Because he knows your daddy's name. I didn't. But that one's actually sort of a weird point because even though she says she doesn't know who her dad was, Yelena and Nat could effectively have the same father, like not biologically, but maybe the same person who raised them, even if they didn't know who it was because they were like the secret leader of the Red Room or something. It doesn't seem like he has to say your biological father's name because he also says Gamora is the daughter of Thanos. So unless Gamora is actually the biological daughter of Thanos, well, full video by clicking the card. I will note though that Red Skull does call her Natasha. Natasha, daughter of Ivan. And it does seem like whatever magic he has would be able to detect this illusion. But I mean, she does adopt a new identity. She does change her name. This is who she is now. Her name is Natasha. So yeah, it's a little bit tricky, but I think it still works. The other question though is, if it is indeed Yelena who jumps off the cliff and sacrifices herself, then where is the real Natasha? And the answer is exactly where you'd expect, with Fury in his space base. In fact, this identity swap would tie in perfectly with how Fury is already running his own operation. I'm sure you will recall that in Far From Home, it is revealed that Talos has been posing as Fury on Earth, a trick we have no idea how long he's been pulling off. But do recall that he tells Captain Marvel this weird fact about himself. A toast is cut diagonally, I can't eat it. And yet, we see right here in Age of Ultron, Fury eating triangularly cut bread. What? It is extremely subtle, but do you know who I think picks up on it? One Natasha Romanoff, because this would actually still be the real Natasha Prime in this scene. And I think she actually reveals to Fury slash Talos that she knows it's not the real Fury by the end of Age of Ultron. Probably jumped out and swam to Fiji. Let's send a postcard. Wish you were here. 
wish you were here is a common expression for any postcard, but it doesn't really make sense when she says it here. He'll send you a postcard. Wish you were here. Like, why is she saying that? Like, this is what he would write. Unless she is subtly letting imposter fury know that she wishes the real fury were here. Wish you were here. So here's the whole thing put together. In Age of Ultron, Nat realizes that the real Fury is MIA. In Black Widow, Nat and Yelena will switch places to defeat Taskmaster, but then are stuck with each other's faces. Yelena takes over Nat's old life because Fury needs the real Nat with him up on Space Base, which is totally gonna be sword, by the way. Yelena then sacrifices herself for the Soul Stone, but Natasha Romanoff lives on, but now she looks like Florence Pugh. The character continues, the actress changes, and they've been laying crumbs the whole time. <laughs> Ooh, what if the real reason Bruce can't bring that back is because she ain't dead? Although actually I still don't think that would work because the Soul Stone trade is still permanent, so no, never mind. Hey you guys, we are excited to announce the return of the Friday Night Trivia live stream. So join us this Friday, August 14th at 6 p.m. Eastern. This is going to be a medley quiz consisting of everything we covered here at Super Carlin Brothers. So you can expect questions from Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, Harry Potter, and maybe a few last airbender questions. So come join us, find out, do you have what it takes to be the champion of them all? See you Friday. Anyway, Ben, my question for you and everybody else is what do you think? Is Natasha Romanoff still alive? Let me know your thoughts in the towel section down below. Thanks so much for watching today's video. Please remember to leave a like on it if you haven't already and subscribe so you don't miss any future Marvel content from us. If you want to see what happened to Gamora, you can check out this video right here. But until next time, Ben, I will see you in another Life Brother.